Hey guys, I'm Karen. And I'm Chris. And welcome back to another episode of Swinging Along. Thank God we use level later. Why? Am I going real loud? Your spikes are so high. Oh, it's okay. I really did. I'm sitting back. Well, welcome to episode 70. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys will be happy to hear that we have decided that while we're recording two episodes today, um, we're going to keep this one um, fun, flirty, sexy. I have so much to catch everybody up on. Um, And even though we are recording this on the 4th of July, Um, We do have an entire other episode that we want to talk about that we do feel is important, but I do understand sometimes when I go on uh, a little... be a little ranty. A little ranty, but I also think, isn't that how podcasting works? You're going off of what's happening in that moment. So, I mean, sometimes you might not be playing for a month or two, but there's issues that are arising in the lifestyle. So 100% agree, except you went to Exotica over two months ago. So we should have gotten that one out by now. I did, but I was overwhelmed by swing talk, okay? (laughs) Which I just want to say, I still stand by everything I said in the last podcast, but I... I want to say something. I think I've grown from the last podcast episode on a lesson that I learned, okay? And that is, you can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk all you want, right? In terms of the social media issues and stuff like that. But you will literally have people that will just like, you know, stand in front of a bullet for other people, right? And that's something that you'll never be able to really change. But it will also consume your life. And I found myself being consumed with that whole swing talk drama to a point where well, you weren't it was impacting me as a creator myself where I was just, you know, I felt like I was constantly, I mean, in the one Facebook group, I, there was, I think at one point 500 comments and I was going back and forth with each person. And it's not, I think I also, it's in my head to do it because especially everything that happened with my past I do always feel like I'm constantly on a uphill battle of I'm not that same person. I'm not that same person, you know, but that's that's also what, you know, when you make poor choices and when you get involved with the wrong people, that's part of, you know, you you do have to carry that for the rest of your life. But I hate that people use that and just automatically deem me as some horrible person. So then that ignites a fire in me and I'm feisty. Here's your your problem. Here's your problem. (laughs) You do things for the right reasons. When we, our whole mission there was we hated that they were making the swinging lifestyle look bad when they weren't real swingers. They were only doing it for money and, and whatever and yes. fame. Then we had a problem with the fact that they were on TikTok doing it where TikTok is a 13 plus platform. You should not be selling sex on there, right? Yes. So you did it for all the right reasons. I think sometimes you don't have to realize is. Put your message out there. Do it for the right reasons. But then once you realize these people are never going to change their ways, you back off at that point. Yeah, and I I didn't like how I looked in light. I guess what I – the internal struggle you have as a person, I think everyone everyone kind of has those moments where you're like, oh, my God, you – 
you're sending out, I mean, some of the advice I've, I've heard given is just dangerous advice at some, sometimes, and you're sitting there and you're going, that's not how the lifestyle is. We were getting inundated with messages from people and stuff like that. And then no, definitely, I think the one thing that really deterred me was that I was, I was, I was kind of, um, I was, you know, uh, watching, I'm not even going to mention names anymore. I was watching a particular person on TikTok live and some fan of theirs brought me up and, um, I was basically body shamed again, um, which I will say with the invention of all this social media, you can be the most confident person because everyone knows I am confident as fuck. But sometimes, man, when you, you, you're seeing it because people know that's the only way that they can hurt you, you know, it does kind of get to you. But then, you know, there were other comments that were made. Someone on the live made a comment and said, oh, her name is Karen. All Karens are racist. Yeah, but you can't let and that stuff no, 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 bother but you. The, but the influencer giggled well, and didn't correct well, that. Because they're a piece of shit anyway. Right. But then that's not a, to me, like, I was like, you know what? This is just going to keep going back and forth. One of us has to stop. One of us has to just you, and stop. And you did. And you were right and to do it. I, it wasn't worth it anymore. I stopped because... I remember I I don't let many people bomb like cry. I know I cried a little bit on the last one because I it's it's more so people just fucking doxing me and stuff like that. I hate that shit. Um and people that are you know what? I'm not envious, but it's like I don't think you fucking deserve certain opportunities. I'm not saying I want the opportunities. I don't think certain people deserve opportunities that are coming to them when behind the scenes you are playing a very dirty game and and whatnot. You know, and we'll talk about a little bit of things with like the the Roe v. Wade they, there's a on reason. the next podcast and stuff. But I just wanted to say to our listeners because we actually I did get a ton of emails from women. It was a lot of women. I really appreciate that. And of course, men, um, you know, who have been following the whole swing talk drama and stuff like that. And, you know, it was just not making the lifestyle look very good. But then I realized my own actions and my response tactics were not making the lifestyle look good either. I was just looking like this spiteful bitch who the wrong message of, well, you must be jealous that they're getting these opportunities. And once I started seeing that, I was like, no, but you know what? I can see where people were getting that impression. So I just want to say I'm thankful for our listeners who do listen through to the rants and stuff like that. I still stand by my opinions from the last podcast episode, but I will 100% moving forward. And everything has been very peaceful since we, I want to say that. And if anything, <laughs> since that last podcast episode, and I think since I, well, not the last podcast episode, but when that whole, I, I saw everything happen on that live video and stuff like that. And I started seeing other things. Um, I remember on the Facebook group page, I made one comment about leaving. Um, people were dragging like kids into it. And I was like, whoa they're off limits, you know, nobody should be bringing up people, you know, and people were like, the fun comments were like, I don't normally agree with you, Karen, because these are like vanilla people who aren't in the lifestyle. So these are these are like women who don't understand it. And they're like, oh, um, yes, absolutely. I agree with you, Karen. And once I, re- I was like, you know, I'm going to go out on this note and I'm going to sit back and reflect. I don't know if, if maybe it's life's way of being like, good girl, 
you you finally you were the bigger person you did this because my lifestyle experience over the past couple weeks has been fucking phenomenal i don't know what you single men are drinking in the water but keep doing it because i've had such positive experiences that we're going to talk about today but on that note we're going to take our shots of fireball it is fourth of july we're recording two episodes today and an episode of my show so i want to just say cheers to you thank you for i think i kept that short i I wanted to wrap up yeah sure (laughs) good thing i don't have the timer clock running on here i haven't looked at it i kept it short No, wasn't wasn't. Yeah, all right, let's get on to some sexy topics here, since yes. I know everybody's been waiting for some okay, of that. Okay, so I know we well, are. Cheers! Happy Fourth the way we're celebrating it. Cheers! Yes, I I I did post that. I don't ever. I don't want anyone ever to get the 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 bad impression that I mean we fucking love our 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 military per like. Um, I almost said military personnel. Anyone who's ever served in the military is currently serving in the military. Has we had love family our members. country. We do. I just, I'm not celebrating like I normally do because I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit bummed actually. But you know what? We're going to, we're celebrating it, podcasting, talking about sexy content. You know, let's just, you know, preparing for, you know, the next couple weeks that are about to come up. So on that note, um, we, I think I want to start back to actually something that happened months ago. Um, that was kind of a joke. Oh well, this that is you said that you can't always have sexy time, and your sexy time was like two two months roughly ago, maybe two months in a week, and we haven't <laughs> talked about it in those two months. So I'm know, like, we I, I guess we could have we could have put one in there. We could have, and I could have like put some. I guess because some that was all fresh in my head with the drama, and yeah. you're just like, I don't want to forget my thought process here. But luckily, um, so what I do, and I don't know how many other ladies do this, but I actually keep what's called, um, I call it like my sex journal. And it's something that I really do like keeping because A, someone who enjoys writing, it does allow me to kind of, you know, recreate really sexy times. Hell, I, even, I do write about the bad times though. But it does allow me to kind of look back and reflect. And sometimes I forget certain things. And I'll be like, oh, my God, I totally forgot about that person at that club. You know, that was a real fun time in, in, in essence. So um, I remember going back through my journal. And by the way, that it, was, I have. it was under 10 minutes. So I'm proud of you. Okay, thank you. I, that deserves <laughs> I'm going to take my little shot right here. So you got to. No, definitely. You document all your fun times. And um, it's kind of like a. Like nothing where you can out anyone if they're not comfortable and they want to be discreet. It's just your thoughts and your opinions. And even if you have to change the name so you don't fuck up and say the person's name, you kind of keep it that way. Right. So um, in kind of reviewing back, I was like, shit, I did not talk about any of this. So I'm going to say about a couple months ago, and this is a good topic I want to talk about because you have a 40th birthday coming up. I know you keep talking about it in a certain other aspect <laughs> of your life, and you always say some person, and I'm like, you could say it's me. Well, when I'm when I'm when I'm on, yeah. Well, it's it's I it's mean, kind of engraved in my head to be like discretion for everybody else that sometimes I give you discretion. I'm like, well, wait a minute, no, they know. Give me discretion. Yeah, yeah you flip flop between my name. But you have a 40th birthday coming up, um, which we are going to be in Atlantic City for, and we're going to have a fun little sexy time. Um, but yeah, so this, with everyone getting older, right, because I'm like, oh shit, well, after your birthday, then I'm going to be 36 in fucking December. And 
this this event that we had or this encounter that we had um, a couple months ago really got me thinking um, what when are you considered a cougar because I want to tell you I had um, my first experience with someone I would say significantly younger than me um, so I'll give a little bit of a backstory so um, Chris and I had to go to a banquet uh, earlier that night and you know uh, it was kind of fun to get dressed up and just go see um, some vanilla friends of ours it was a it was a vanilla event um and basically one of our friends was win- winning an award or accepting winning and whatever accepting an award and you know we wanted to be there and we were you know wanted to support and did you know that in the state of new jersey when you go to a catering hall <laughs> they don't do shots but they will give you i did not know that but <laughs> we listen the, you obviously everybody knows how she is she's the most outgoing personality i've ever met we actually have a running joke in my with my family that are not the biggest fans of us <laughs> that they preferred my ex because they always said Wait, can that. Can you specify your immediate fan, like your mom and dad yeah, and brother love oh, me? Oh yeah, like my aunts and stuff like that. Okay, yeah, they, I just wanted to put that. They up. <laughs> preferred my ex because, and the the specific comment was, Chris and X are quiet and they just sit there and they just listen and they do what they're told and they don't cause trouble well i brought her around and she was loud and outgoing and outspoken and stood up for what she believed in sometimes to her own fault but always with the right intention and that personality has come off on me a little bit sometimes i need a couple couple drinks to like loosen up a little bit because i am still a little bit tight at times but I'm not surprised that we walk into a catering hall where they can't serve shots and we got the girl pouring us like Tito's on the rocks, (laughs) which is basically a shot. Well, I wanted, we were sitting at the table with my friend because she had to buy the tickets. She had a nice big table and all. And I was like, listen, she worked her ass off to get to this. And I was like, I want to get you a shot. And she's like, okay, we all go up there. And the girl's like, oh, we don't do shots. What we can do is we can put it on the rocks for you. But our girl was, like, pouring a little extra. Say, like, <laughs> like three quarters, not three quarters, like one third of a cup. Not half, but just under half. Yeah. Least. Yes. And normally they, they, I was seeing how all the people that were getting, like, whiskey on the rocks and whatnot. It was definitely much smaller. But we yeah. had, I don't know if it's because we had clear because we were getting Tito's. Well, I think I had two of those. And I. It looked I, like water. At that moment, I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm in like night mode. Like I, I want to go out after this." I, I was driving I, at that point. <laughs> yes, so I I was doing more of the drinking. So um, you know, have a great time, eat, yada yada. It's time to go. And I will admit, um, I my vanilla friends, while I love them, I I do sometimes. I sometimes I just want to like look at them and be like why are you married because sometimes they just the bitching that they do about their husbands and sometimes i go well do you suck his dick I know, man. like i just i feel like that just, can be a question asked for multiple things in life and i'm not saying that women are expected to do that but i'm just saying like you are bitching and bitching and bitching and bitching and bitching but like there's nothing wrong with being like hey baby i want to get on my knees for you maybe like you know like that's sounding so wrong that's sounding like well she shouldn't have i to have do the a work. question for you though yeah should it be a thing like if the man likes oral happily to go down on you as well if you don't give back should he then say hey it's not going to work at that point 
Because, like, yeah. I mean, I feel like I can't imagine not doing oral with you. Like, I don't know who would not want to. So, as much as I love sucking dick, I don't, like, it's actually a conversation I have even with couples or single guys. Like, you have to be, you. Ha- I love my pussy licked. Like, I love it. I love sitting on faces. I love grinding my fucking clit across faces. You're not allowed to turn me on. Actually, you always turn me on when I, doing this. I, it is almost a requirement. But so if you don't like pussy, that's fine. We can still play, but we're, I'm not, I'm not even sniffing your dick. Oh, I agree like, with you know, that like, too. There should be no, then you shouldn't expect reciprocation yeah, if you but don't do that's it. That's the problem. I think vanilla couple, but here's the thing. A lot of my vanilla friends were actually wild and crazy when they were younger. And I'm not talking about like drinking and partying or anything like that. Like we, there, there's, I mean, we <laughs> literally would have conversations about certain things. How I went to Condom Kingdom on South Street with a group of my vanilla friends for the first time. And some of my girls already were, were very well experienced on what some of those toys Listen, did. Listen, we knew one girl that she <laughs> was experienced. Right. So, but the thing is, I get it. People get older, but I think it's also that society tells you now you're in your 30s, you shouldn't be doing this and that. And but, So the whole point of this is a lot of... <laughs> Sorry, time, I threw you off topic. A lot of the vanilla friends that were there that night were like, oh, we're going to we're gonna go in, we're going to go out, or I'm sorry, we're going to head home. I want to get a full eight hours sleep, yada, yada. This is 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night, and I'm like, I don't want to go. So you were like, well, do you want to go to Ott's? I'm like, well, we only go to Ott's during the daytime. We definitely go for like pork roll, egg, and cheese. Uh, I'm sorry, pork roll and cheese, hold the egg on Saturday mornings. They do their bloody Mary's on when on Sundays, well seasonal. I need to be known. I love egg. I only tell them hold the egg because the way they pile the pork roll on after. Yes. We got it with egg one time. There was like one slice of pork roll on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, we more daytime odds, and especially since our favorite bartender, her husband, works there too. Yes. We, you know, I think the we've gone there a few late uh, nighttime times. They were great, but um, it gets to be very. I, I swear it gets to be a little predatory with the older men there. I mean, at first we thought it was just a Christmas yeah, party like a thing. Frat house and older men. Yes, it's the the oddest. It's the yeah. two extremes. It's young frat boys because we do have Rowan University near us, so yeah, it's like yeah. you get the frat yeah. uh, frat people from over there, and especially. I, there was something going on because remember our girl at Landmark told us that there was. I think they were. Oh, they weren't able to stay up stay open past 12 when the new owners took over the liquor license so a lot more of the college kids oh, even though the, like the probation from the incident yeah well the so new owners took over yeah. so they were, they on, were probation. on like a probation period yeah so i think a lot of people were just coming over between there and uh yeah, i mean that's a three-hour gap until we close <laughs> barco and jersey don't close till three exactly so so um I, I though it definitely was spillover yeah yeah i, I definitely that. was sitting That's there crazy. and i was like let all right fine let's go to odds let's just see it you know the last time we were there at night time it was you know uh the christmas party and then i we we went there the one time and met the the two uh girls that ended up sitting next to us the whole rest of the night because remember i i think i talked about this and said met, uh etiquette with men like the guy spilt his shot on the girl and he looked at us and the girl she's younger than us and she was like oh it's it's okay and i me was yeah, like uh, no, no it's, it's not okay we made two two very young female friends two, that were awesome they were so awesome yeah. and my one girl was single I, I and she was ready because i'm be 40 and they were like 22 so i know well young to me so we end up getting to Ots and 
it is party central, right? And we're like, there's no spot at the bar. We're bar people, but we're like, you know what? We're going to go with it. There's a band playing. They've got the fucking disco lights going. Like, I am like, okay, I am going to be back in my, like, early 20s. I got this. Just as we were kind of perusing to be like, all right, let's find a high top table or somewhere we can go. These three guys got up from their chairs. And I remember, like, kind of, be- you didn't even, you were in mid-conversation with me, and I ignored you and beeline <laughs> and um i asked the guys like oh you guys leaving and they're like yeah sugar go ahead it was older guys so i'm like oh must be getting we, late got, for we them. got lucky that night so we ended up getting um bar seats and of course our bartenders know us and they were awesome and whatnot well chris gets up and it is very very crowded so crowded that there is a line even for the men's yeah, restaurant that happen other than like sporting <laughs> events and yeah. concerts like so, someone where there's like forty thousand so, people yeah so chris, a bar. chris is gone for like and i can like kind of see him standing in the line and he's just yeah. like what the hell is this i and, do conversations with some guys in that line the next thing i know i've got this young guy who taps me on my the, on, the my, on the right of you right? yeah, he, yeah well he taps me he yeah. st- comes up to it and he goes um Hey, we're gonna. Do you mind if we order a drink? Um, I, I guess these seats are taken. I'm like, well, this one's taken, but not that one. And I was like, but yeah, sure, go ahead. And I was like, oh, awesome, thank you. And I was feeling myself that night. I was in all black. I had my red hair up in like a high half ponytail. I had my hooker boots on, like my knee high boots on, leather pants. Okay, I was feeling myself. The Tito's probably was helping. <laughs> and. This guy just kind of starts striking up a conversation with me and we're talking and his buddies are like, oh, hey, we're going to go because they were kind of outside by the um, one thing about odds is they have a really awesome outdoor area that they have a fire pit. You can even go sit at it in the winter time. Like it's really, really um, it's a pretty nice when, no, me, no, when, me and Meg, nice. when I took Meg out for her birthday a couple weeks ago, you guys sat we out sat there, out there and right? it was hot outside. But we it's just so it's so nice. They have not. a very nice outdoor area. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, it's really big. So you get plenty of room. There's a bar on the it, it's inside the building, but it's outside the building. The whole outside part of the bar opens up other than the roof. Yes. So, like, that bar opens up. So, during the summertime, it's great. You got the outdoor bar, technically. All kinds of, like, tables out there. Yeah. You got the fire pit. They put out cornhole. So, so um, they, like, headed back out there. And this guy just kept kind of talking to me. And I'm looking at him. And I'm like... Wait a minute. Is he hitting on me? But I'm looking at him and I'm thinking, well, they, I, like, Otz is very, very hardcore about IDing. And I made a joke that was him. I was like, are you, are you even 21 to be here? He goes, oh, well, I'm, I'm actually 22. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, I, I am, am I a cougar at this point? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Is what there determines a, is a there cougar? Is there an age difference? Or is there an age number that you hit? Is it the gap? It's got to be a gap, right? Because if you're, all right, say you're 40, right? Uh-huh. And most people would probably assume a woman 40 and over is a cougar. But if you're talking to a guy that's 37, you're probably not a cougar. Right. For that guy. Right. If you're talking to a guy that's 24, you're probably a cougar. Right. So there must be an age gap. Okay. 10 years. But 10 years, how about this? It's probably 10. But I still, th- but I think like a ten-year age gap from a twenty-year-old to a thirty-year-old is still completely different than a thirty-five-year-old to a forty-five-year-old. So, is there a start time? Then is thirty-five the, the number, or is forty the number? Uh, 
I maybe is this like a more maturity level thing, or is like, are you only a cougar if you're? Is it someone in their twenties? Or are there no rules and you can just do whatever the fuck you want? Okay, to call well, what I think I was a cougar because I remember you coming back from the bathroom and you're smirking, and I'm you're like, and the guy's like, oh, sorry, did I take your seat? And like, nope, nope, you can have her. And but you said it so jokingly, <laughs> and I think the guy took it. I think a lot of people would take that the wrong way. Like, what do you mean? Oh, what happened? Did I start something? <laughs> Yeah. No, 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 no. You can have her. Well, can, that is what that You can not, have her mouth. You can have her I said, holes. don't don't mind him. I said, we live a different lifestyle. And he goes, oh, like, like, like what? <laughs> like, I could see him trying to figure it out in his but head. But 22 might not be 100% sure. I what think it's very prominent now. But call it. I said, oh, I was like, and of course... Hell, I talk about our lifestyle even when I'm sober. So I'm like, oh, we're swingers. I'm like, we call we call ourselves the like the mutts of the lifestyle because we're a little bit of everything. We, you know, we enjoy poly relationships. We're swingers. We like full swapping. We also are open, so we do play with single people. And I was like, oh, so like you play like you like engage with other people without him and vice versa. And I was like, yeah, sometimes. I was like, it, listen, we've been in it for ten years, which I realize it's been ten years of us in the lifestyle. The other day or a couple weeks ago, I mean, you were calling at seven for the longest time so i have no concept of time i mean i don't know how many more times you gotta figure this out you on one of the pockets i'm like babe i don't get seven anymore (laughs) um that was like two years ago and he was like oh cool so of course that is also an icebreaker i find and you're also going to determine if that person's going to be chill or not but i want to say this i had no intention like i didn't think like this guy came up to the bar just to order drinks with his two other buddies who now have like left him you know to go back outside and whatnot and i was sitting there and i just kind of had this conversation with him and he was like um oh do you want to do you want to come step outside because he smoked right and i was like okay well now when i say smoking you know it's legal here in Jersey, so everyone's like vaping weed in a sense. You know Basically. what I mean? But you're still not. You yeah, can't vape say, inside. I, I haven't. Um, I have, we have not stumbled on the person on the outside of a bar just hitting a joint. It's normally a vape pen. Yeah, it's a vape pen because you get the faint smell, like hint of it, but not like hardcore. I have not seen that yet because I don't know if you you probably you could. You're you outside. can, yeah. you can, you just, I, I, I just think, haven't seen it yet. I'm like, I, I just, think people I are just like, like, people are still feeling it out. It's still yeah. so weird. Like, hell, I had an edible in my purse and I was like, wait, am I, can I take this out of my purse at the bar and pop? Like, <laughs> what is the rule here? The only rule to that would be that you're not allowed to have candy at a bar. Yeah, which, I mean. How many bars would be like, hey, you ate that candy, get out. Exactly. Not our bars. They love us. We get, we, we pay a lot of their electric bills. So. <laughs> um, customers. So, you know, the conversation's going and you just keep smirking. I keep seeing you like, you know, you're just I, I your inner cuck, I think, is coming out. But I also think you're finding it comical because for the first time in a very long time, Chris was watching me kind of be I was kind of awkward. I was like, because I did not know how to read this guy because I'm thinking, what the hell? Like, there were gorgeous young girls there at the bar. Yeah, and I think this, you were dancing with a few of them at one point. Oh, I definitely. The wobble came on, and I am going to go wobble, okay? I do not know. Like, this has always been this. Cotton Eye Joe and the wobble. I am out on the dance floor, okay? So, um, you know, it, it just... I, I, and I don't know if that was like an in, it wasn't necessarily an insecurity thing. I think it was just a why. Why would like I, there's all these girls your age, young college girls here, and you're talking to me in a sense. Now, I will say this. Because um, you also, you're hot. Well, this is going to sound conceited. I don't mean it that way. 
I think older people, it's not just me, we we do know how to walk into a room in a sense. Like we don't get we don't care if they're you know, we know how to navigate, we assert ourselves a lot of times, you know, we're not like, oh, there's I didn't get all shy when there wasn't a seat at the bar. I stood in the middle of the area just peru like zooming around looking it, for something it's funny you say that because we have a, a one of our shows that we really like because uh, we're we're losers that watch uh reality tv but if i can admit normally we're having cocktails that night when we do binge watch our reality tv so we kind of make it fun um and we were talking about one of the girls that you like on there the the redhead Catherine yeah, from southern and charm even though she has very childish ways when she like when she photographs or when she walks in a room she has a presence about her so Catherine, and that's you. You is have the a definition presence. of toxic, and I like toxic. So but you have a you you have the same way. You have a presence about you when you walk into a room. I think it's also can I be vulnerable? I think it's also my defense mechanism. I've always told myself that I know I'm not the skinniest. I know I'm not the hottest. But in my head, I know I look good right then and there. And I know people do like thick There's women. There's nothing wrong with confidence. But I want to walk in with confidence because I feel like if I walk in with confidence and I walk in with that, that I don't give a fuck attitude, but I'm also still nice. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, no one's going to be like, oh, no one's going to target that person in a sense. And, but I have still been I a mean, target people of might snide still target comments, you, but, but I, I get it. It's like one of those things where you're like, hey, if I make fun of myself first, then what are you going to say, bro? Yeah. So like, like if I call myself fat yeah, first, like what the you, fuck are you, you gonna call right, me? It doesn't you know? hurt me. So you walk exactly. in with that confidence. Like, listen, I know I'm a curvy woman, but I think I'm fucking beautiful, which you are, and you portray that when you walk into a room. And I think that's why you get so much attention when we go out, especially at a time like this where we're at a bar at nighttime where we don't go out at nighttime. We are daytime drinkers. We like to be in bed by eleven. Unless we're going to, like, Saints and Sinners or we're in AC. Yeah. AC, yeah. I can't occasion. even tell you. how many, But, yeah, I mean, we are and day drinkers. And, I mean, look at this past weekend, we hosted people at our house. We, oh, I like hosting swinger parties at my house. A, I don't have to worry about driving and, and or Ubering and lifting. Because, I mean, if I'm driving, I'm only having, like, a beer or two anyway. You know what I mean? So, it's like. We know when we go to Sharky's, the landmark, at back in the day, Rack's. Uh, Ox, all the bars we go to, we know that when we go there at nighttime, we're probably going to be some of the oldest people in the yes. crowd, minus maybe some of the bars. Oh my god! But I think that's part of the fun of it. Like I'm like, we're the old people, and we are watching the shit show. Oh, remember when we used to do that? Do you know how many girls I've had to pep talk? How many in bathroom? In the bath, you'll be like, you okay? Was you it were that night? No, it was the night we were hanging out. At the, the landmark, and that all and the girls were in the bathroom because the one girl's boyfriend like dumped her, and I was like, honey, listen. If he, you know, hit him with more, with your own version of toxic, that okay? And the night Ignore we were his at phone Ox calls. And we <laughs> made friends with two girls in the corner. You were pep talking to a girl in the bathroom, men too. <laughs> oh, like, I was. Yeah. I was. Everyone in the bathroom always loves me. <laughs> you're, you're like the, the hot mom. <laughs> well, when we'll talk about Exotica. When I went to Exotica, they actually deemed me because they, they the girls at the in the camming booth call me. Um, so my everyone knows that my performer name is Danielle, and they go, "Oh, Mama Danielle," and I was like, "Guys, I don't know if we're even called Mom yet." And like, "All right, Big Sister Danielle." Like, I like that, but then it doesn't flow like Mama Danielle. So I was like, "Call me Mama Danielle," <laughs> but I am. I, I just I'm the hype woman. I'm like, girl, 
you are out. You're looking hot. No man should be making you cry in the bathroom. Like I will. Come on. Hey, why ruin your night over that? Douche I'll bag? buy you a shot. What are you? What are you young kids drinking? Redheaded slut still? I don't know. I drink Trash straight. Hands. I drink. I drink straight liquor. <laughs> How much sugar do you need in your shot? Oh my god. <laughs> if you really want to get back at him, I'm already a blowjob shot, and you'll have the whole attention <laughs> of the bar. <laughs> that might be the only shot that I've. I've ever come across in my life, maybe other than something being lit on fire. <laughs> that, and you can't do that in a lot of the bars we go to. They can't. They don't have that permission yeah. to be able to light. I don't know if it's a Jersey thing or if it's. I don't like know. A, that, but I, I just know of one shot you can make to light on fire every time. That's why they're like, I can't light on fire. I'm like, I, damn it! <laughs> you, we have been out, and there have been blowjob shots done. I'd say on at least five occasions, maybe a little more. Sometimes you've had men do it because you just fuck with people. <laughs> First of all. <laughs> Everyone at the bar always looks. Women, <laughs> men, bartenders, you the workers. And they want to see if you're going to take that shot in in your in your mouth and be able to get it all out. The best I've ever seen that shot done though is my girl. God, I don't think it was Tilt to Kill. It might have been. I think it was Macy at Tilt to Kill. She put the blow. She took a beer craft uh, glass. Flipped it upside down so it was taller, and she put the shot glass on the base of it. But then she did like she made like a dick oh, all the way around all, it, all I the remember. way down, yeah. and she made balls at the base yeah, of it yeah, with the whipped yeah, cream. She, she crushed that one. So you had to lick all the balls yeah. up and slide all the way up. And I'm I was not sure like, about the sanitary part of that, but um, <laughs> listen. It, listen, that did not bring COVID along. I can tell you that much. I'm pretty sure it did. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't make fun of COVID, but sometimes you just gotta laugh. But. Um, but yeah, so I here I am thinking like, what what do you like? What about me? So we go outside and I kind of look at you and you scoot back over into the middle seat and you're like, don't worry, I'll save your seat. And you were like, do you want a beer when you get back? And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, oh, let's get you a beer first. Um, he goes, you don't mind if I. And he looks at you. You would have thought he was experiencing this. He was like, you don't mind. I still are away for a little bit, do you? And you were like. Why? No, because we, we didn't dive into your kinks, you know what I mean? Like, you, you don't meet a stranger and start going down the lengths of, well, my husband has this, like, cheating kink, but he also is a cuckold, and he likes humiliation now also, so blah, blah, blah. I just want to be like, you want me to drive her out there for you? I mean, <laughs> shit. No, take her. Go ahead. Have fun. So so we end up going out in, in the area. We'll have great sex to it later. <laughs> he introduces me to his friends, and I'm like, wait a minute. This is, like, very, like, okay. And I, I will say I was a little uncomfortable, not in a um where you want to run away i just hadn't been in this situation where his two friends were macking it with like there was like three or four really young girls like more their age more their age and the girls were super nice so i come on so nice to meet you i love your hair and i'm like thank you and i'm like i what am i doing out here like what is what is going on this is not i i'm and but then that's when i got really fucking kind of turned on because i'm like wait a minute this is this is something I've really been done before. Like someone like this is the youngest person I've ever really connected with in a sense. You know, twenty two years old. I think I'm a cougar at this point. I don't know, but like, I kind of like the assertiveness he is. So we go over off to the side of the grass, and he's you know hitting the vape pen. He's like, oh, do you want? I'm like, oh, I only do edibles. I'm not really a smoker. 
And I was like, but thank you. Um, so he's like, all right, well, listen, let's go over to the bar. Let's take a shot. So we walk into the outside bar area and we take a shot, walk back over and we sit on the tables and we just kind of start chit chatting and I start getting flirty. And when I get flirty, I get touchy feely consensually. Right. So like, oh, I'll like, I start talking. Yeah. And I'm like, Lower Oh, I'm back. sorry. I didn't mean, and they're like, Oh no, no, you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. So I'm like, okay. And you make get, a joke and you kind of brush against them. With yes. Oh, yeah. it's part of the fun. Like I kind of want to get your yeah. dick throbbing for me a little bit. Like I want you to start undressing me with your eyes and being like, if this girl touches me, I might fucking pre ejaculate. Like that's like I have moments, even with you, of course, still, where you'll like put you'll, you'll you'll like kind of start rubbing my thigh and like we'll be sitting on the couch and then you'll like kind of like whatever and my brain starts going, is there a point where she's gonna go lower? Is she going to touch my dick? Yes. And it really gets you start, you start to tingle down there a little bit. Like. So I call it seduction. Now, some, and I don't want it to even, like, I think we have kind of lost sometimes the art of seduction. You know, sometimes we want, we live in a society of instant gratification, right? I see it all the time on Bumble even, you know. I love the art of seduction, which is why I tell guys, Part of my kink is I want you to take me out for buy me a beer and a shot or hell, you don't even have to buy it from me. Let's go out and have a couple cocktails. Think about foreplay. Exactly. Let me get dressed up and just kind of tease you a little bit. But I aim to please. So this isn't going to be like where you end up with blue balls at the end of the night. I am going to finish the job at the end of the night. But let me let me play with my food a little bit before. Oh, I, I, listen, I had a prank comment for you <laughs> let, uh, the other day. But well, that was with because that's what trolls. Yeah, You're like I let her I, no I let her I let her play with her prey before it's, it's we no banned that. That's what you want to do. You it's like your version of foreplay before the foreplay. Like you get off on being seductive and teasing yes. out at the bar while also having a conversation, making sure y'all, especially if it's a new person, making sure y'all vibe and you're feeling each other. Yes. And if you get to that touchy feely where you're feeling each other, then it's home run from it's there. It's part of my most, it's one of my most favorite parts of also the sex club, other than going down to the playrooms and finding people, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I will spend. You did it at the bar that day. I will spend two to three hours, especially at St. Sinners, on the top floor before I start migrating down, because I like meeting people. I like flirting with people. Uh, when I found that single guy at Saints and Sinners, yeah, found him at the bar, Mr. Clark Kent, who clearly is Superman because he has not. I have not seen him again. Like, does that constitute? I didn't, I didn't get one, a one drink. Night, that's a one night stand until she left the that area. Like until she went down the play, she went up and got every drink of mine because she wanted to go up and flirt with him. I, that's when Chris knew that I was <laughs> scoping someone out because he's like, "You're not walking in those heels unless you're on a mission." And I was like, "Yup, oh, you need another drink fast, hey? Let's get another. <laughs> you waiting for another one? Okay, I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> exactly. And um, so I, I, that's part of my kink. So I don't, I when guys are all like. You know, oh, well, I just figured, you know, you can come over and blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking, first of all, I, I, it's just not my comfort level. I am not well, a person. I mean, it's like a regular. But a re- it's oh, yeah. If someone, that someone that I know, yeah. Meet? But the first meet, I'm not coming over to your house and no. you're not coming into my house. So, no. I don't let's go. That. Let's go to the bar and let's whatever, you know? So, like, let's, let's connect and let me, let me fucking seduce you. Like, I like that part, right? Don't you want to get worked up as a guy? Because don't you crave and want <sighs> it more? I would think it would make it t- like I at the at, at I the feel. end of the night I want you to I want us to be almost ripping each other's clothes off yes. because that means I did my job and that just makes the sex that much more intensified. So 
you know, this guy just starts hitting me with the, oh, my God, you have no idea how incredibly sexy you are. And I'm like, oh, you're making me blush. And he was like, like, and I, I made a, I, the alcohol was kicking in. And I was like, oh, um, so you're 22. I guess you go to college. He's like, yeah, he goes, and I'm, I'm, um, in my senior year, um, he goes, I kind of got pushed back a little bit with COVID and stuff like that. Like with all the things I I said, Oh no, no, no big deal. I said, it happens. And he goes, yeah, he goes, I'm actually in a, in a, I'm in a fraternity. And I was like, you're a frat guy. <laughs> he was like, is that a bad thing? And I was like, I don't know. I have a whole like porn hub is popping up into my head right now. Cougar, cougar like seduces frat boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, um, it's funny. It makes me think of that movie <laughs> uh, with the the chick that you like that was in the movie, the show you you like the the um, one in the, the chick that I like that's in the show um, that I like that narrows the, it down, baby. The, 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 Melissa McCarthy. Oh, and life of the party. Yeah, and she starts hooking up with the frat boy, the yeah. dude. And let me tell you, he something. brings her back to the frat house and all. I and when people have, I've always, I always get asked the question, especially since I'm a cam model, right? Movie, by the way, what's the youngest that you would be with? First of all, I hate that question because uh, legal age would definitely be like hello, eighteen. But I, I always say twenty one. Yeah, because you be I like cocktails, yeah. and if I if we vibe, I want to bring you with me to Saints and Sinners or to other parties. Like you have to be twenty one. Yeah. And I just was like, holy shit, like, that was all popping up in my head of, like... That's funny. You really are, like, okay, the probably the youngest person that I've had a lifestyle experience with and, and either... I mean, I'm, I was going through my memory. I, I'm i talking about as a guy, like a guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't... I, I don't... I think it was... Because I typically I was actually do go gonna make a joke earlier for the older you, men or the men who are my age. I feel I was actually going to make a joke earlier when you said he was 22 and it was probably the that was the first time you've been with someone that young. And I was going to say, yeah, probably since you were 18, because most women date older men. <laughs> I met so. even the, I met even the lifestyle, but you know what I mean. Like I, I was like sitting here going, like what? You do have I, those moments where you're like, all right, is this what is the whole point? I would of this? say for guys, there's probably been no one under 28, 29. I yeah. would say. Well, let me tell you something. Head. I don't know if I lucked out, but I met the most respectful but also sexy frat guy, who literally. We started making out, and he even asked me, he was like, I really want to kiss you right now. Would that be okay? And I was like, oh, my God. Is this, like, thank, like, thank you? Is this what we're, we're instilling onto the youth? <laughs> yeah. Like, I consent by the book? I, I love so. this. Okay. So um, we started making out. And now I will say this is this is the downside to, like, when you're hanging out with a frat guy or a young guy and he's out with his buddies, you know, the guys come over and they're like, oh, you know, they do the whole, like, look at you two macking it. Like, the one guy the girls and, are giggling. and I'm just like, listen, I'm an exhibitionist. I don't mind being put on display, but can you, like, like, what, like, keep this, like, you know, that's the frat guy mentality, the, the behavior in a sense. It comes with the territory you know? if you're out and they're out with him. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. Mr. Frat Guy, that's what we're going to call him, is absolutely an amazing kisser. Like, and I felt a little bit of, like, dominance that he might have had because, but, like, I, like, almost like Daddy Dom. I don't know. Or maybe just passion. I'm the, the, I'm getting really horny remembering all this right now, but the, the, the lines are a little blurred because, in a, in a, in a good way of, of if he was dominant or, or, 
oh, can you even say daddy dom at 22 like that's what i'm like thinking like but the way he was just like no, kind of you, you don't want to say what you probably should say so <laughs> uh, like when he when he like grabbed my face a little bit like in a gentle way and like he would like lift up my chin and he he would just kind of let gentle out these dom. little moans even when he would kiss he'd be like you are such an amazing kisser. I got it for you. And then the time happened and I was like, I have to pee so bad. I have to break the seal. But I, you almost didn't like want to leave that. Cause you're like, sometimes I don't know how long I'm going to be gone. Plus I wanted to kind of check in with you cause we were out for a night for us. So, you know, after we kind of had a little makeout session, I was like, listen, I really have to go use the restroom. Um, you know, I'll, I'll see you or whatever. And he was like, yeah, it goes good to your thing and I'll check in and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Something and wow. If anything, I just had a really great makeout session with What's this guy. What's wrong with that Yeah. Either? So I come up to you and you're like. You're like giving me the eyes. The, the listeners cannot see what I was just doing, but you were like shaking your head. <laughs> we're not on camera. But uh, you were like, how'd that go? And I'm like, he was really nice. He was a really good kisser. And I'm like, but you know, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. I said, but I really have to go to the bathroom. So I go into the bathroom. That's why I was hyping up a girl in the bathroom. So my time <laughs> totally forgot about frat guy. Totally <laughs> forgot about you. Like, I'm just like just sitting there. Mom in the bar. I'm hyping up the girls in the bathroom. Well, if a girl's crying in the bathroom, I feel like I can't leave her crying in the bathroom. I have to either make her laugh, make her feel good. I don't, I feel like more women should be like that. Like we have to be more like, hello, let's empower each and other. Let's help each that's other. That's the side of people, side, side of you, side of you that people don't see when you're speaking up for something you believe in. They're well, like, yeah, oh, they, you're they, see, bitch, they see bitch character. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, no, she's not wrong on her opinion just because you don't agree with it. And look how compassionate she is with other people. I mean, look how you are with the girls in, at Exotica. Like, you, they call you Mama Danielle for a reason because you put your sometimes enjoyment to the side if, you, if they need help. Yeah, yeah, um... I've had quite a few instances where I have opted out of possible swinger fun, we'll call it, because I... Lifestyle fun. Lifestyle fun, because I, I'm i not going to choose that over another girl's safety. Oh, 100%. I, I completely agree with you on that. Especially the younger girls in this industry, let's just call, you know, it is, let's just call it how it is, they are more subjected to predators than someone like me, but I also assert my dominance at these conventions. Now we are going to talk about Exotica, where I we're going to talk about that. But I I can tell you that I do think that because of my dominant nature, I am there as Mistress Danielle a lot of times and stuff like that. So it's like you aren't necessarily subjected too much to it. But um, Chicago was my first time. I'll say that I was subjected to my own. Uh, to other predatory behavior and um i felt bad for for what happened not what happened but what other, the other girls were going through but that was that was another thing of me not i i can't see another female hurt or being preyed on or anything like that and i've always said to people especially to dudes if you if you're gonna act like that to her Act like it to me, buddy, and, and it's let's, also like, let's see what fucking happens. Exactly, and it's just like they're just they 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 take advantage of the fact that these girls are young and a little bit naive at times. We all were 
weird. I was not even my, my first year or two in the industry. You know what I mean? So you do get a lot of new girls. These well, are also younger age girls. Two. Yeah. Yes. We were all naive at 22, 23. Absolutely. Well, a lot it's, of these it girls comes are. With age. It comes with age. Yeah. So back to the present story. Listen, yeah. I am doing very good staying on topic. I just want no, to no, no, give no, no. myself we, some We've only strayed like two or three times very lightly. But I got. I just wanted people here in the truly being over. I got us a couple <laughs> cocktails, a couple shots. Um, so ha- happy fourth. I happy fourth. So I, you know, emerge from the restroom after saving, you know, this the poor girl's night of, you know, don't let a guy fucking fuck with your night, right? Um, I talk to you and I'm sitting at the bar because I'm like, you know what? There's that little insecurity of. Do I walk back out there? Like, what if he's no longer out there? What if, he, like, I've been gone for about 15 minutes at this point. You know, like, do I walk out there? What if there's somewhere else? Then I kind of look like the the little idiot. It's Because it's not like I was out on a date with a guy. This is a guy that I met at the bar. He was already out there with his friends. So it's like, yeah. you don't want to look like the idiot, like, going around looking. But I don't think you'd look like an idiot if you kind of glanced around. Uh, well, no, because we were outside. Yeah. So I didn't. Maybe you're stepping outside for some air. That ah, is a good... I got a future, you, you can take it for future use. Thanks. You're welcome. Well, I didn't need it because I think we were sitting at the bar for like five, ten minutes. And all of a sudden, I hear the, hey, gorgeous. And he came up to, of course, he conveniently was ordering a drink and came up into the bar. I'm pretty sure there was another spot in the bar that was open that he could have ordered at. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Just saying. Just, and I will say this, and we do get asked this question, like... It is fun to get those little butterflies of a new person. It's not the butterflies of the, oh, my God, I want this person to be my boyfriend or I want to marry this person. It's the butterflies and the excitement of someone new in a sense, especially with you being so submissive. And we've been living your very submissive life, which has been amazing because I don't know if it's because we've just been opening up to the fact that I am mostly Dom with you, but then we seek out the other people. But you are also very good of understanding okay karen's had some shitty luck for the past couple months finding like a dominant male i now need to step up because i feel like we need like a bat signal for like dominant by men i think that are respectful (laughs) i think you can tell though when i like need it you're like oh Ah, it's almost like when she's hangry you know when i'm hangry (laughs) it's like no the submissive side of karen is hangry right now and she just needs to come out she just needs some like daddy dom right now but you and i for being the lifestyle for so long we have developed like our little signals like i'll look over at you and you i can just look by looking at you and you're being like i'm good babe i'm good like do you this i'm i'm getting turned on by all this I so like i give you happy eyes like you do yes and and whatnot you'll send me text messages too which yeah. i kind of love i'll see the and i that's one thing i will always tell any guy i'm like listen if i see him pop up i look at his sex it could be anything it could yeah, be about I try that. be too annoying but sometimes <sighs> i want to throw a couple things in there like a, like a especially in a moment like that where it's like a hey have fun yeah exactly i'm, I'm good boo I, like, I, right. got, I got my phone <laughs> i got my cocktail i'm being entertained by all the shit i'm I watching at the bar on by it and yes <laughs> sure people watch at night time <laughs> when you go to the bar there's a whole lot going on around you <laughs> exactly so me and him start kind of re-engaging in our uh, conversation second and cheers cheers is my tequila thank you you're welcome um by the way shout out to miss tequila you are fighting the good fight i see you boo um that was meant as a compliment by the way she is like a foot soldier crushing it 
um, I just got to give her props. So um, anyway, back I don't have that. I have the energy to like advocate, but man, she has got that and that that real energy that you need to overturn things. Yeah, like I found myself because I'm we're on we're on the Snapchat and um, they have a rule of no screenshotting, right? But she had given this really good information. I sent her a message. I was like, hey, can I screenshot this? But then I realized she posted on Twitter. And I was like, never mind. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no one knows when you steal something on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it was information on how to, you know, we'll talk about that later. But it was step-by-step information that I wanted to know how to do it for yeah, my own, no, no, for no, my no, own stuff. You, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, she, uh, so shout out to her. But yeah, so we kind of re-engaged in the conversation and whatnot. Now, um things get a little heated in a in a good way like we kind of get back we're like back and forth to the making out and stuff now i will notice this he there were a couple glances i think that he would do towards you but it wasn't in like that it was like the oh my, is this really real like he's okay with this i think that's you know? the problem we run into a lot when we tried to have me around for some of these things and i think me being around mostly works if it's someone that is down with us in general right like is down for like the whole cuckold experience like even the humiliation part right the one he's so young he's probably like am i gonna get beat up or something or is this gonna turn (laughs) into a bar fight right now i will say this um he you know just as the night kind of went on a little bit like i you know he was cheering me on when i was dancing and stuff like that and (laughs) you too he even bought you a shot and stuff like that like it was i had my glimpse into is this what a throuple would have been like for me if it's a dude involved in a sense but then the dude also i i look at throuples more as that person dates both people you know what i mean so find you would have you know what i mean like a bisexual male is sometimes not as easy to find as a bisexual female because they might be bi but they might not always be willing to come out because as much as we want it to be like that in the lifestyle, bisexual men are still sometimes looked at it, as like... It's funny. I was just talking about that with um, our girl from New Orleans. And not about the, the men part, but the female part because she was talking about her relationship as, as she does, which we love. And we love being there for her. But um, I brought up... She was like, how hard is it to find a guy that will just like when you're upset about something, we'll not yell at you and just want to, like, <sighs> calm you down. And, sorry, that, and sound, that sound was warm tequila going <laughs> down. I'm sorry. I had them in the freezer. It's still a little warm. <sighs> it's okay. Anyway, so I, I brought up, I said, I said, hey, listen, we just want to find a girlfriend. And she was like, you guys still can't? And I go, well, the problem we're having is, A, they're already very hard to find to begin with. It's hard to find someone that is is like okay with dating a couple rather than just one person yeah i go the hardest part though is a lot of times when we find people it's normally a threesome thing because they don't want anybody to know i go when we find a girlfriend for us she has to be okay with not being fully discreet because we want to go out we want to go to the ac we want to go to the beach we want to go to the we want to include her in the fun we want to go to dinner we want her to have over for barbecues and things like that yeah so she has to be okay not being fully discreet and that's that's the hard part to find so i can understand that's the same level as trying to find a bi man that is okay with people knowing right. possibly or exactly something like that but it was just a kind of a fun environment but then you know, we were uh, we were kind of starting. Lifestyle to, shouldn't be this hard. <laughs> we were we were starting to kind of wind down, and I I was like, man, I don't know how to like, 
you know, I will say I had, you know, we all had been drinking and stuff like that, that you and I, we, you were like, all right, we're going to have to call the lift. And I was like, that's fine. Otz knows us. You know, <laughs> like, we'll just tell him we're leaving yeah. our car here. I might have like driven that. you from the <laughs> event to us. At that point, I'm like, I got a drink. Well, as we're kind of like wrapping up and he goes, oh, are you leaving? But I'm like, yeah, it's like the bar's going to close soon. Like they're going to do last call. And he he kind of was a little hesitant. Like I think he wanted to invite me back that that like right then and there. But I think he was also toying with the respect thing. But I was kind of waiting for him to like be like, do you want to either come back to my house or do you want me to come back with you? Um but I think that because there had, you know, we all were having a great fucking time. We all had been drinking. It was basically decided at that point that he would give me his number. I would give him mine. And we would just chit chat, you know, whatever. Because I told him, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm always at the landmark and stuff like that. So if you're ever, you know, whatever. And he was like, awesome. Because he does not live near here. But he goes to college around here. Sure, so he live in like North Jersey or something, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So... Fast forward to we have our we, we get into the lift. He gives me a good night kiss. He shakes your hand. The most awkward probably situation to an outsider probably watching it. Right. And, you know, um, we kind of move from there. I wake up in the morning. You and I go to hit the gym and I'm sitting there talking. I was like, oh, do you really think I'm even going to like I, I feel like that dude was like his friends were macking it with those girls and i wonder if he just maybe he just didn't want to be like the the third wing type of person or fifth fifth wing whatever yeah no, you know what i, I mean understand. fifth wheel i keep saying wing and i'm like so maybe i was just like someone who entertained him and whatnot and yada yada now normally i will text someone first i have no problem with that but this was also a different situation because it was someone that I, I we were literally laughing the whole time at the gym. I'm like, I'm, I'm officially a cougar, aren't I? What? But I will uh, say, I I literally had a sex dream about him that night because I surprised. felt like we that was part of that anticipation, the teasing, the the kind of like just really pushing each other. Uh, to the public limits of, you know, touching and kissing and stuff like that, that I was so riled up. But by the time we got home, I will, you know, we, I was feeling really good and I just ended up passing out. Like I was like, nope, no sex tonight. I am, I'm covered up under my blankies, naked. I'm so going to bed. We've had some amazing <laughs> drunk sex. And then there's some nights where <laughs> it's just like, We'll do it in the morning. Right. So, <laughs> we'll lo and behold, you're like, do you want to go, do you want to go grab, you know, uh, some hair of the dog? And I'm like, yes, I just sweated out all the poison from the night before. Let's go do this. It's Saturday. Let's do it. You know? So we, we end up going to the landmark and we end up having, you know, a couple, I think we were like two beers in and my phone goes off and it's him and he texted me and I am in like workout gear, sweaty, whatever you're in your workout gear. And he's like, um, we're, basically we're, my normal clothes. We're t- you, you Shorts know. and well, a t-shirt. First of all, women, we wear workout gear when we don't go to the gym. So, <laughs> so he, uh, he just, he starts, you know, messaging me back and forth and he was like, listen, oh, you're in the area. When I told him, oh, I'm having a couple hair of the dogs from last night and a shot of fireball. Um, I was like, oh, so you're in my area. And I was like, yeah, even though Otz is like, what, 15 minutes from, from Rowan, not even that, 
not even that. You just go right down past Duffields and all. Yeah, 10, 15. 10, 15. I'll traffic say. Yeah. Make a difference. But and yeah. uh, he was like, well, why don't you come over? And I'm like, to a frat house? <laughs> <laughs> My loud. I'm like, how does this work? Like, what should I be doing this? Well, listen, we're going to fast forward through all that little nonsense. I end up at this guy's house, at the frat house, right? <laughs> and you are at the bar. And I was like, listen, um, we'll put on a time on it. If nothing happens within like that first hour, right? Or like within an hour, then I'll just Uber right back to the yeah, landmark. Yeah, you know? it's not that far. Yeah. I'm like, but this is purely, like I Uber. think this is purely for like, hey, I didn't feel like I could pursue you because you were drinking and we were just having a good time last night. It was so late, yada, yada. So I get there and like the whole house is pretty much empty um, I will say, very impressed for how clean the frat house was. I don't know if it's because of the movies I've seen. And when I've gone to a few frat parties when I was younger, but I've gone to them when the party was going on. I don't think I've ever stepped foot in a frat house. By the way, speaking of that, we have a couple <laughs> little tiny things that are quick on YouTube i got to show you that involves that is it with our girl that's doing yeah. the, the blackout tour no she, well yeah it's like the blackout tour it's her uh it's her tour drop out of college tours and oh like okay that. but uh she goes into frat houses she goes to one and i'm like are you in a tiny basement it is weird oh no this one was i've got to show you this. i mean if you, anyone who lives in like the glassboro area you can tell well, they have apartments that they built up that are nice well that's that's those are the dormitories mm-hmm. but this is an actual frat house but they when when you're actually looking oh, all for the li- ha- yeah all the houses around but they're big colonial victorian type houses that are transformed into sororities frat houses even college students because when you see like the if you're looking for a house for rent it'll say like three thousand dollars for something but it's an eight bedroom house i'm sure a lot a lot of towns have that but it just makes me think of the the movie we love uh neighbors yeah and i feel like that's a lot of glassboro houses they look like that exactly I was very impressed with how clean it was and everything like that. And so me and him, we, we were chilling. Now, I will say typical frat house, though, like where they have like their little gaming area. But like we went into the kitchen. Yeah, he got, he got me wall. a beer. We did like a shot together. We we're joking around. And we, we did hang out for like a good like 20 minutes to a half hour and just enjoying his company. And then he was like, uh, I, I so fucking cheesy i'm like all right i think this kid oh i don't want to say kid no i say kid like yeah, younger person yeah i say over 21 i call 40 year olds kid uh, yeah. like this kid you i know? just did it like the other day <laughs> i think it was yesterday i was like these kids and i'm like wait a minute no they're kids to me because i'm like almost 40 yes. and they're like 25 so i'm like i think i gotta like put the mood like he's waiting for me so i said the cheesiest fucking line i was like so you showed me all this i was like so what does a frat house bedroom look like oh it my god so <laughs> but like i'm so used to dealing with like bar situations uh swing club situations or if i'm on a date with someone like that's yes, how I'm or with. a hotel but literally he chuckles at me and he goes all right come on he goes i'll show you i'll show you mine of course and i'm like <laughs> it's pretty quiet here he goes yeah everyone's sleeping because some I, some actually had work though <laughs> so and he was like so we're you know there they had to they had to uh puke and rally and i was like we started talking about floribama i was like oh my god i love kodai apparently he watches floribama because that's what we got he got the saying from and uh 
you know, huge Phillies fan, uh, huge Eagles fan. Um, but he's not from the area, but he said he kind of, because he's gone to college here for so long, he goes, he said, I actually was never a football fan. He goes, but, um, I became a football fan because a lot of like, yeah, my, you probably get into the moment. There's like a lot of my brothers here, you know, they, they're into the Eagles and stuff and I would go to the games and he goes, I actually fell in love with the tailgating. I was like, same. I was like, I get it. So we kind of had that conversation. And when I tell you this was literally out, I like, I now think that a lot of movies get their scenario, like get their, their plots from real life scenarios because, you know, I, I kind of like sit on his bed and stuff like that. And we're chatting and we're, we're, we're drinking our drink and he goes, I'm really so fucking cheesy. I'm really fighting the fight to like kiss you again. And I'm like, Oh, well, uh, I would be insulted if you didn't. I don't sit on your bed just to kiss you. <laughs> I was like, well, only of course I did something cheesy. Like I said that, and I was like, oh, but you know, I am I am all sweaty, so I'll apologize because I feel like when you are insecure about something about yourself, you might you do kind of bring it up. Like I'm just gonna bring it up, so I'm bringing all that up and everything like that. And he was like, oh, I don't give a shit about that. And we start making out, and the groping starts going. And let me tell you, twenty two year olds know how to fuck, man stamina oh yeah this i w- as was long as very they're not impressed. like a 30 second type 22 no, year old i will say if it they can last some of the, the stamina best fucking like this guy had me in all sorts of different positions and he was so like nice about it but then he would get like a little aggressive but like the fun aggressive can we can we call that a phrase fun aggressive sure i think that's a thing and when i tell you he was flipping me all around and doing all sorts of things and when i tell you that the stamina i was kind of impressed to the point where i was like at one point he's fucking me from behind and i like to arch my back when i'm getting fucked from behind i kind of what you should do i kind of well no like (laughs) you know what i mean helps level it out um, I like to arch my back, but I like to push back into it. I kind of had to like readjust myself because like, man, like I'm not complaining. I want this to keep going, but this is, I was very impressed with the longevity and the stamina that he had. Um, I don't know if it had anything to do with the fact that he drank the night before or if he jerks off every day or whatever, but if I, I had to guess, he probably whacked one out thinking about you that night or that would make you feel better or in the morning (laughs) and i'm not saying he wouldn't be able to last anyway but my guess is he probably whacked one off that night drunk or in the morning yeah well i think i don't i don't know if this whole like bdsm being on tiktok and daddy doms being very mainstream and all or whatever the dom thing but at one point i remember being on my knees and i was sucking his dick and i was really into it and i love looking up at a dude when i do that because i always i'm always told i have killer eyes and i my favorite phrase is like oh don't worry baby just sucking your, the soul out of your dick you know <laughs> i know i'm so queen of cheesy like you got things. like you're like the opposite of affirmations I, I can't even put half of the shit on t-shirts because people will be like, they Sucking wouldn't even... the soul out of you from your dick. Yes. So, but I also, I like seeing their reaction or because dick, when I'm doing certain things, if a guy moans or he tilts his head back, I'm like, okay, he likes that. Or, you know what I mean? So, I remember at one point and he just let, like, you could tell he didn't just say to say, he just let it out. And he, his head tilted back and he was like, just like, oh, 
good girl. And I was like, oh, yeah, yes, I'm daddy. Go yeah. And bobbin. I, and, I already know what your brain was thinking. <laughs> um, and of course, you know, we have that fun. And he, this is where the inexperiences, I think, comes into play. Where, but more so, maybe just not knowing how to deal with an older woman or an older woman in the lifestyle because he, we kind of just like laid there catching our breath after a little bit. And I think he was shocked to see that, like, I, after we had a little laugh and everything like that, because he, you know, we were like, oh my God, that was so good. And I even made a joke about his stamina and stuff like that. I like, I think I laid there for like five minutes and then I got up and I started putting my clothes on and he was like, oh, you, you don't have, you don't have to. And I'm like, no, 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 baby. This is what happens when you deal with an older woman. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I'm ready to go back and drink at the bar. <laughs> like, plus you're like, I got years of experience doing the walk of shame. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I did do it. Isn't it? Was it the walk of shame? Yeah, but it's not a shameful thing to us. So no, but it wasn't like an at nighttime. I guess that walk of shame doesn't have. You walk of shame out of my house at like seven a.m. So no, but I'm saying was that would that be deemed that is deemed the walk of shame? Yeah, but it's not shameful to us. So yeah, it's like the walk of Lilith. What? (laughs) (laughs) Sort of rephrase it. Oh God, put that Um, on a shirt. But I, I think he was just very like. I think that then he started thinking like, oh my God, was. Is everything okay? Like he started. Well, he kind should of be used panic. to the girls probably wanting to go. They gotta go back to their no, dorm I think and they, all that. No, I think they deal with the like early twenty girls that might be a little clingy or might be like, oh my god, do you want to like go grab lunch? That's right. They you all do. do they, this? All, they all do one boyfriend. He was very, very like, are you? Sh- you don't have to leave right away. Are you sure? And I'm like, no, baby. I, I was like, don't worry. I'm, I'm gonna head back to the bar. I'm gonna have a beer waiting for me anyway. And I said. I am actually very much appreciative that we did this today and not last night because I like we all had been drinking. We Plus all had it was way more time. exciting. Exactly. It was so much exciting. And I remember sending you that text that was like, all right, baby, order me a Miller Lite and a Fireball. My pussy just got stuffed and is swollen and I need it to I need it to retract back and, no, and relax. And you like you literally put the laughing face. And you were like. I can't with you, and I I expect I expect full details, and I'm like, well, I gotta get there, which was only like a five minute fucking drive, but I, I he he like waited for me for my Uber to get there, and he goes, it was like that awkward. He was like, like where do we go from here? And I was like, Hit me up when you're horny. I was like, yeah, we'll just text. <laughs> we texted for a good Porsche after that, but then like he's he's not in the area right now, so I wonder because he's back home, right? Because he's not. Not right, but he's not in the area because he's back home since yeah. college is not in session. I wonder... He did say, though, that he got pushed back a little bit, so I wonder if he'll be down for the fall. Well, we text every now and then because he... he So he he follows me on Twitter now. <laughs> so I wonder if he'll be down for the fall. I, and he, he did text me about Atlantic City asking what the dates were for, like, your birthday and stuff like that to see if he could come down. But he's wor- he, like, works for his family a lot during the summertime. And I'm just sitting there like, don't no rush, babe. Like, so I feel like we're going to have, like, this last winter whimsical sex romance because this is his last year like he'll graduate and then it'll be over yeah it'll be like the notebook for you without the love yeah i was gonna say (laughs) the sex notebook i mean i did say i keep a sex journal a sex version of the notebook might be awesome that is a i'm sure someone on pornhub can make that happen (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah i mean i want to say that i uh, 
it is awkward sometimes when you are dealing with a different age gap of someone. Um, but I feel like what made it a lot more easier is just not being afraid to be so communicative about it. I will say it's still a little awkward to me. Like I'm 35. I was with a 22 year old, but like, is it more awkward because I'm a woman? Because men don't seem to have that it, issue. It's, awkward. it's not awkward at all. People make it awkward because they think of it along those lines. You're just a female having a good time with a male that you're both consenting to over the proper age. Nothing yeah. awkward about that. Now, maybe the fact that he's in a frat house, if he had his own house, would it have felt awkward? Like if he, had, like if he was 22 with his own house, would it have been awkward? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's all that is really what people go through their head. Like, oh, it's a, it's a frat house. So you went where there all those young people are and all that, blah, blah, blah. But let's be honest, you can be in a frat house at 18, but that's still legal. But that wasn't the case. It's awkward for that reason. If he was a 22, 23-year-old with his own house and you went to his house, it wouldn't... Pe- some people might make it a thing about it, but it would be less like, oh, you went to a frat at 35 at a frat house. Mm-hmm. That's what I think people would refer to. But it, who cares? You know, it's not like I just went to like a frat party or anything like that. But, exactly. But, but I was, still I still think I, I think that I think too, people make too much of it. Who cares? But I also think it's more uh, common, I guess, for older men to oh, be with younger women. 100 percent. But that's also the. the but male. I wonder if those older men have the same thought process or are they just like, oh, I got a, I got a younger chick. Look at me. I'm like, I'm 35, 40. And I was with a 22 year old, 23 year old. They brag chick. about it. Yeah, I don't mind bragging. I mean, I don't look at his bragging because to me, he was. I look at him as a person. I don't look at him as a 22 year old. I look at him as like, he was a great fuck. There you go. You had a great fuck. Oh. And y'all got to hear all about it. Yes. I'm very jealous of y'all because I've only heard parts of it. She tends to leave some parts out for my excitement while we do this. And I, it's been like two and a half months <laughs> since that happened. So my dick was definitely hard for at least a quarter of it. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I wasn't anticipating drama to happen, and then I was doing that and losing focus on this. But, but yeah, so I have been very excited to tell that story because I feel like we do periodically text. I'm actually happy that he does text me first um, a decent amount of time. So I think we could have this, like, whimsical, like, I say whimsical, but, like, fuckery fucking for, like, when No, honestly, back. it could be, like, a... It could be like your like uh, graduation present to him, like just a oh, fun, God, <laughs> older woman, but not old, that oh, just old. can give it's him fine. some good pussy. I mean, he and was good, super fun nice. Times. Yeah, like y'all won't go out to the bar and grab some drinks as well. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! I mean, we've already gone out to the bar, so and, and basically, yeah. yeah. So, but guys, that was story number one. Yes, we have decided that we're going to break these up into a couple podcast episodes. It actually, uh, it works out. I mean, we have nothing really to do today anyway. Um, so why not sit here and talk and break it up? You guys can pick what stories you want to listen to. Um, but yeah, I I think I'm officially a cougar. So I ha- I get to check that off my fuck it list. Oh, I like that. Yeah, oh, see? Fuck you. Oh, shit. I was like, hey, <laughs> we should do a podcast episode putting together a fuck it list. We can, That'll do, a, be we fun. can do a fuck it list. Yeah, oh, make a short good. little podcast episode. Yeah, but I like that. Um, thank you guys for listening. We have a. I, thank you guys for being patient. Yeah. I know the last one or two were a little more rantful, but for good reasons. I People think, were fucking up our community and, uh, it, and it hurt us. Yeah, I mean, but I think that that is. 
isn't that the whole reason we started the podcast is because we felt that other podcasters were only talking about the wait the you know what can i give a prime you, example you mean that, do you mean that's why we label ourselves real and raw oh right uh, shit, i thought everybody's we, real and raw. we received a, a cassidy email from a couple that lives near us i'm not going to say their their information clearly uh they live about maybe 20 25 minutes from us and they asked us are you guys having any luck finding like-minded people and i was like oh wait do you mean like other swingers and they were like no we're finding a whole bunch of people that seem to just want the Ken and Barbie experience or they want you to go on these expensive excursions with them and stuff like that. And I was like, huh, sounds so familiar. When we first started podcasting, it we it was made to feel like you had to be like super skinny as a female or like a Playboy model type. Um, super abbed up as a dude and when in reality that's not what the majority of the lifestyle is you do have those people that are like that and that's okay if you are fit and pretty and you only want to be with other fit and pretty people that's your prerogative but that's not what the entire lifestyle is about so especially when we talk about in our one of our episodes everything going on I think the real and raw saying that we coined is really starting to show on who's actually being real and who's being fake to make money. Exactly. So, yes. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you for uh, <laughs> enjoying this episode of The Real and Raw from Swing Along. <laughs> if you guys want to add us on Snapchat and follow us, especially with this upcoming month, uh, especially for Chris's 40th, we're going to be very active on there. You can go add us on <laughs> sorry I'm on that one you can go find it swinging along 69 you can also send us any emails for questions comments hell you want to give us some advice our us advice or you want to tell us about your own experiences you can send us an email at swinging along 69 at gmail.com we are very active on twitter especially with recently you can follow us listen even if you don't enjoy the rants there is some good sexiness on our twitter but it's at swinging along 69 yep and then you can also follow us on instagram which i've been very good i've had no community guideline violations which i always get them even though i'm fully clothed but i've been very good about finding ways to be clothed and sexy so So yeah on instagram it's at swinging along podcast which makes me think we had at swinging along on that one that's the one that got banned why didn't we do a 69 on that one Uh, everything Um, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't available. Maybe that got banned too. Who knows? But that one's at Swing Along Podcast. Yes. On Instagram. Yes. I think that's it. I think please hit us up. Say hi. uh, Like, rate, review. Even if it's a negative review. But if it's a negative review, email us and tell us why you think it's a negative review. Yeah. um, To the two negative reviewers that we got. If you're going to leave a negative review, I know that you're men. Why don't you have some gojones? Put your email in there. Let's have a conversation. I actually have a thought, and I don't know how we can fix this. You might have an idea. Yeah. But we had one from someone, and they said, I wanted to enjoy it, but it was the levels. How do I inform people that the first 10 episodes or so are fucked up because we we had a great listener that gave us the idea of Levelator, and we were not smart enough to think about going back and... We, also, we also were filming that off of an iPhone because we, did. we we had no idea we would enjoy podcasting so, so much. I would love for people if you don't if you can't handle that, skip ahead. 
But well, if they're listening some, to this one, of, then they're already some listening. Of our, some of our best episodes are in the beginning. Yeah, I mean, the number first cuckold experience. Number two is like our most popular episode. I know. Time. I know. We should just re-record that one. <laughs> number two. It's so good, though. It's okay. <laughs> but thank you guys for listening, as yes. always. And we're actually going to take a quick break, and we're going to record another one. Yes. But goodbye. Bye. <laughs>